The following podcast is a Dear Media production. From the offices of Create and Cultivate, I'm Jacqueline Johnson, the host of Work Party, a podcast for ambitious women looking to create and cultivate the career of their dreams. Work Party is paving the way for a new generation of women, women who are redefining the meaning of work on their own terms. Every Wednesday, we bring in leading female powerhouses for real talk and BS-free advice on building your business. You'll hear from female founders, CEOs, entrepreneurs, creatives, and so many other badass ladies. Are you ready to create and cultivate the career of your dreams? Then tune into Work Party, the podcast. Be sure to subscribe to the show and never miss an episode. Hey, bestie, it's Cami Crawford. Relationships are hard, and that's why I'm here. Think of me as your big sister slash audible BFF that you can always trust to give you the real tea. This is my show, Relationship, the advice podcast that covers all relationship topics, the good, the bad, and the straight-up shitty. Need advice? Send your story to hello at relationshippod.com or DM me at relationship on IG, and tune in every Friday for new episodes. Be sure to follow us and subscribe so you don't miss all the hot goss. And if you're loving the show, please leave us a review. Talk soon, bestie. Happy Friday, besties. Today's episode is one that I have been waiting for. Okay, the girls have been waiting. Everyone has been waiting. Today's episode is with my brother, Six, Six Pack City. If you know, you know, my trainer, my brother, literally one of my closest friends. And I owe a lot to this man. I do. And I say it during this episode. There's a little disclaimer. You're not going to like everything that you hear this episode. Okay. So I'm just going to start off with that. (laughs) Today's episode, we are talking about fitness and we're talking about relationships and we are talking about everything having to do with dating. Six is just, he's like my male guru. You know, like he helps me tap into the minds of these motherfuckers. And (laughs) I know, scary place to be. But he just helps me understand men in the way that like I wish we all had, you know, for for women who date men, like I, I wish that we all had this knowledge, okay, of how they think. He's giving me the game that I wish that I, like if I had an older brother, that my big brother would have given me the game on, you know? And he always says he's going to lose his player card with the game that he's giving out. But like I had to have him on a to talk about fitness and like how that plays into just like overall self-confidence, how I found my confidence through fitness. You know, I've always been confident, but finding confidence in the gym is a different thing. Okay, it's not about body or like how you view yourself, but like going to the gym can be a very daunting task. And, you know, having somebody like him teaching me the ropes and really teaching me the machines, to be honest, has helped me so much just like in my overall wellness and happiness journey post breakup. For those of you who have been wondering how the fuck I bounced the fuck back after my breakup a year ago, six is the reason. And I'm going to say that on fucking record and I will say that every time. Six is the reason. And it wasn't just the workouts. He spoke so much life into me and made me think about things in a totally different way. And so I had to have him come on and talk to my besties and give us all the tea and just give us the game. 
Okay. And I want him to come back because there's so much more that we have to talk about. But I am excited for you to go into this weekend with this knowledge. Okay. And I want you to use it and abuse it. Use and abuse these men. Just kidding. I didn't say that. Anyway, enjoy the episode. Bye. Hey, everyone. Welcome back to the podcast. It's your girl, Cammie Crawford. And today, I mean, a man who needs no introduction, because I've talked about you a million times on this here podcast. I hear when I walked in, everybody was like, hey. (laughs) Oh, okay. He's here. So what infamous. I'm glad to be here. Thank you. My fit brother in Christ. My good sister. Literally, my big brother, Six, is in the building. Thank you. We got sound. We get sound effects, some snaps, some something. No. No sound. All right. (laughs) No sound effects. Sorry. I feel the love. Felt it when I first walked in. For sure. As you should. Got a good birthday gift. Let's say, Akami, you had a great 2022. As we I did. As we I did. See. I did. You manifested the love. it. I did. But it's, it was an easy manifestation. What did Common say? It don't take a whole day to recognize sunshine, right? So it was already in her. It just had to shine through her. But sometimes, like, the sun is blocked behind clouds. We had to get the clouds out of her way <laughs> so that sun could come shining through. So it's always it's pivotal to have people in your life that is connected to the source to speak a prophetic word. If they're not connected to the source, their words don't even mean nothing. It's just arbitrary sounds falling from their lip. But they got to already be vibrating high and successful too. And when they speak that into your life, then it will come into fruition. And all you have to do is walk in it. You know how you spray perfume and you walk shimmy in it? When I speak a profound word for you, you shimmy into the mist. Just go forth into it. So literally everything we talked about last year, And I got on her about Mm -hmm. staying fit and just, not just that, but mentally fit and all these things that was gonna happen and she was gonna have to hold it all and have hands big enough to hold all these wonderful blessings. And um, yeah, you did it. How are you you. spitting on the intro? We haven't even gotten into, I haven't even said who you are, what you do. Oh, okay. (laughs) Too deep for the intro. I'm six. I am the, what I like to call uh, unlearn, relearn specialist. Unlearn, re- explain that. Well, in life, no one escapes their childhood without trauma. Facts. I don't care if you was born in a mansion. They do. Do we cuss on this show or not? Everybody asks this. The show Shit. is called Relationship. Okay. They, you know me oh, also. Okay. You but know me on a true. deep right, level, right? Because she will cuss no matter what. Exactly. That's kind of what got her here. I'm like, right. she's just herself. <laughs> All right. So I'll be. On my best behavior still, because it's uh-huh. not my home, but I'll be my unavar- unvarnished self. Yes, please. So, but what I was saying is, nobody escapes their childhood without trauma. Mm-hmm. Nobody. I don't care if you was born in a mansion. Shit, Jesus, they say he was born in a manor. Pigs and cows, and he had trauma. They nailed him yeah. to a cross. We want to go there. But <laughs> that trauma ushers in learned behavior. Mm-hmm that helps us survive and or thrive those chapters. Once those chapters are over, a lot of us are still married to our trauma. And we use that as our compass to keep navigating things that are no longer prevalent. Yeah. So you have to unlearn and then relearn. Mm -hmm. New ways of moving forward. Yeah, because you have a new set of circumstances. You have a new habitat. You have a new probably vocation, new relationship, but you taking the old traumas and the old handbook, trying to apply it and want a new way of being. Right. But you can't. So I'm the unlearn, relearn specialist. So I help people unlearn the old, like getting, even your iPhone update itself. 
you can click not right now so many times and eventually it's just going to update itself by itself. Mm -hmm. So we also have to update our hard drive. That's our mind, our heart, our body, our soul. We have to take inventory of the things we're doing and audit ourselves. So I help people learn how to audit themselves and indict themselves outside of the physicality in the gym, working out, getting your aesthetics right. But I also help them get their mind right. So that's why I say I'm the unlearn, relearn specialist. And I talk to you as much as I talk to my therapist, if not more. And I call you my second therapist. She does. And that always... An uncertified life coach, if you will. Well, <laughs> I, I am certified. Most by of who? the people... Which, by life, what do you mean? <laughs> by the streets. But, but by life. The, <laughs> the, the, the therapists ain't been through what I've been through. Most of them. Mm -hmm. They went through school. They, they bubbled in the answers, right? And that's the problem right now. And a lot of people that got trauma and problems, they go run and talk to the person with the same problem as them. Mm -hmm. And we're going to get into that. <laughs> we're gonna you get know what I'm saying? They go that. talk to the person with the same problem as them. Yeah. They should be talking to the person that already had a solution. Right. You talking to the person with the problem. Are you talking to the person that has never had that problem at all? Which is why you have the fitness clients that you have. So if you haven't caught on already, Six is the trainer. <laughs> the trainer. And I almost didn't train with you. I had already heard about you. Before I moved to L.A., I heard about you. Now, why... Because I just want oh okay you know how I feel about accountability, I this, don't like it. I like for people to take accountability, but I don't like taking accountability sometimes for certain things, including fitness. At the time, I just did. I never had a healthy relationship with working out. My relationship with working out was okay. I need to look this way by this time on this day, so I'm gonna do 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 to get to that. And then once that's over, it's like oh well, I did it, and then I just would move on. I never had the relationship with fitness that I do now because of you, where it's like, this is a part of my lifestyle. This is how I always want to feel. It's not even so much about how I wanted to look because right. you say that I'm your only client that thinks that they were just as fine in the before as they do the after. <laughs> yeah, I needed to see her true. befores, but I love it though. Cause I say that that's a testament to her, her self-validation, but her yes. befores, we don't talk about it. She was just like- You be posting all these slanderous images of me. I post your befores because they help a lot of people. You know how many people Literally, how many people have come join our conglomerate? She likes to call it a cult. It our is. conglomerate because of that <laughs> photo. Literally, and they'd be like, I, I I, didn't even think that it was possible to go from there to there. Mm -hmm. I've been watching her, few people, and my only regret is if I would have started when they started, I would have didn't think it was possible. Yeah, neither it, did I. It helps because she is, you're very vocal, especially on your stories, about telling the truth. You're like, I hate it. Yeah, I hate it here. And I think that's <laughs> that's the misconception that keeps a lot of people from being fit. Mm -hmm. They believe that everyone that's fit likes it. Yeah, that's what I thought. when I Whenever I saw the videos, because Leah, who's one of your clients, one of my dear friends, our dear friends, she would work out with you. And I just would see the girls in the gym and I would be like, I could never do that. Like, I could never be one of those girls. Narrator, insert. But she did become one of those girls. And now she's one of those girls. <laughs> but that's the, you You help amplify and, and shine a light on the fact that, you know, and I used to tell her, it's until you learn to appreciate what you're going to get from it, mm -hmm. you have to make it transactional. Yeah. It's like paying rent. No one likes to pay rent. No one, like, I can't wait to give up $4,800. So when I look, <laughs> it's just some shit you have to do. Right. 
So as it pertains to fitness, especially in her case and a lot of my clients that's also in the entertainment industry, that's what comes with the territory. It's mm -hmm. just some shit you have to do. Now, what makes it unique from a six-pack city standpoint is because I go in there and extract the strengths from each individual personality and use their strengths and or their environment to motivate them. Mm -hmm. You get what I'm saying? So once I found out your strengths, not your weaknesses, your strengths, I just amplified and highlighted your strengths until and believed in you overly. I overly believe in my clients to the fact where they don't want to let me down. Mm -hmm. They only think about them. They're like, ah, I got to go to the gym because six going to be mad. Yes. After a while, it becomes muscle memory. Then it stopped being more about me and more about them. Now they got it. It's like training wheels. I'm holding the back of the bike mm -hmm. until they can take off on their own. And that's that's what I did. And that's what you, when I saw you working out in Air Force Ones on that island. <laughs> I was I just was like, filming my two I, shows. I was like, yo, okay, she got it. I don't have to hold the back of the bike anymore. Mm -hmm. I don't need to keep putting gasoline on this fire. She got it because that's good enough excuse not to work out. I ain't got no gym shoes. And yeah. I am not creasing my Air Force Ones. So I can't yes. But she was like, look. So I was like, okay, I don't have to hold the back of the bike. Mm -hmm. So, But it was already in you because you can't turn a donkey into a racehorse. If it wasn't it, you can't. And that's that's a different topic when mm -hmm. it comes to men, too. Yeah. We're going to get into them, too. You can't too. turn a donkey into a racehorse. <laughs> but it was already in you. It was already in you. I didn't think it was. I honestly didn't think it was. I think once I get into something and it becomes a routine in my life, then I become like addicted to the feeling of like completing my routine. You hear that? That was your strength. And what I say, I amplify and pull out and magnify their strength to mm -hmm. use it. Mm -hmm. So it was in you. Yeah. It It is the gun. We just had to aim it at something. Yeah. Now we're going to aim it at fitness. Like you aimed it at the crown when you wanted to be Miss USA or Team USA. And you mm -hmm. aimed it at, I want an endorsement with Starbucks. Mm -hmm. And you manifested that. You know that it's, it was in you. I just had to, all right, give you a different aim yeah. and keep you shooting at that target long enough. And that's really, that's the unlearn, relearn specialist in me. Mm. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. And you train mostly women for a reason. One, women are everything, bro. I'm pro-woman. Because woman is life. Life is, woman is the next best thing to water, man. They both can be beautiful, violent, and wet. <laughs> Period. And, and bring life. The women, like women, women, women are God. That is God. Women, women think women transport a soul from another universe to Earth mm. via pregnant. Think about that. Shout out to Emma. That's Brixton. another, that's a soul. <laughs> yeah. From somewhere else, and y'all bring it to Earth through your womb. Women are powerful. Mm -hmm. Women are powerful. So I cater. And, and and serve as a liaison to women in, in every which way I can. And that's why I'm blessed. That's mm -hmm. why you see, you see what I got on right here. Right here. This come from Yes. When you train this, women, they will take care you of you. You know what I'm saying? And <laughs> and then I always make myself available. Yeah. And I've learned to understand women. I, I would like to consider myself a like a female connoisseur, mm -hmm. a, a maven, if you will, yes. when it comes when it comes to women. So I try to bridge the gap between y'all and us. Because mm -hmm. I speak Finglish. Finglish is female English. Because y'all say one thing but mean another. It's, it's kind of cryptic. <laughs> For a lot of men, it's a conundrum. But I kind of cracked the code, being that I grew up with all my sisters is older than me. My mama has six of us, and then my extended family is another five, all women. So I learned how to crack the code. And I've also been on the both sides of the coin 
with being a gentleman and a fuckboy. I was going to say the fuckboy coin. I've been a fuckboy and I've been urbane. So I speak the language, so I just use my past transgressions to serve as a liaison between men and women. Because mm-hmm. what I'm seeing, like, the women, oh, I'm looking for a guy that I can settle down with, travel the world with, be faithful to, and watch Netflix with. Then I hear guys say the same thing. Then how come everybody's single? One of y'all lying. <laughs> how everybody wants the same thing, but everybody's single? It's the so men. It's it's the miscommunication. Mm-hmm. It's mm-hmm. the miscommunication. Yeah. So I just use, again, my past transgressions and my ability to speak Finglish mm-hmm. and help y'all understand one another. Yeah. You and you do saying? that with the fitness side, too, because you went from being... She said, how do I say it? It's different. <laughs> Nefarious. To being super fit and from being a whore to being a husband. Right. Well, <laughs> let me say this. As it pertains to men, you can only find a man on a level that he has already found himself first. Mm-hmm. You're only going to meet him where he's already met himself at. So it don't matter. Sometimes y'all see the potential in a guy and, oh, man, he could be everything. But if he don't see himself like that, you'll never get that. You're only going to meet him on a level which he already met himself. Mm-hmm. So if he don't see himself as a king, he's not going to act like a king. Yeah. If he see himself as a, a nigga or any variation of that, a real nigga, a street nigga, <laughs> that's what he's going to behave like. Yeah. And niggas have bitches and kings have Queens. So you asking to be treated as a queen from somebody who view herself as a nigga. Mm-hmm. We have white listeners too, so but but anybody could be a nigga. Yeah, <laughs> that's what I was gonna say. Anybody could be a nigga. <laughs> anybody. It don't matter that that trend that don't have nothing to do with a color, it's a true. creed, a nationality. It's you a, get what I'm saying? Yeah. That's that's just a vibrational. Mm-hmm state of mind, a low vibrational state of mind yeah. being, thinking, and doing. Yeah. So that's how we're going to break that down right. for people who don't know. It's a low vibrational state of being, thinking, and doing. Yeah. You get what I'm saying? Now, you guys know, self-care is always top of mind for me. Okay? I always say you can't pour from an empty cup. And if you don't fill yours up, how are you going to fill up anybody else's? But how often are you really taking care of all of your needs? Transport your mind to a world where you can relax and treat yourself to your deepest desires with Dipsy. Self-care has never sounded better, if you ask me. Dipsy is an app full of hundreds of short, sexy audio stories designed by women for women. They bring scenarios to life with immersive soundscapes and realistic characters. Find stories about an intriguing coworker with a British accent or hooking up with your hot yoga instructor. Radically inclusive, Dipsy has stories for straight and queer listeners, and 56% of stories are voice acted by people of color. New content is released every week, so in between listening to your favorite stories again and again, you can always find something new to explore. Let Dipsy be your go-to place to spice up your me time, explore your fantasies, relax and unwind, or heat things up with a partner. And you know how much we love that, okay? For listeners of the show, Dipsy is offering an extended 30-day free trial when you go to dipsystories.com slash cami. That's 30 days of full access for free when you go to D-I-P-S-E-A stories.com slash cami. Dipsystories.com slash cami. All right, friends, don't run off just yet, okay? We still have more of the show to go, but, you know, check that out when you're done and let me know how it goes. 
All right, let's get back to the podcast. I want to talk about the correlation between fitness and relationships because in our gym, there is one. When I met you, I was in a relationship that wasn't going well, obviously. <laughs> I, I tried. You tried. You tried to mend the fences. You tried to fix the things. But then it got to a point where it was very clear that this was not going to work out and that it was going to have a really bad effect on me. And as my brother, you saw it and you were able to step in and give me the game. Like That was the, for me not to cut you off, that was the... And I'm going to be transparent and real because we keep it. I listen to your show. Mm -hmm. You keep it. You very unabridged. Unabridged. That was hard. That that's, that situation was actually hard for me because I knew both of you guys. Mm -hmm. And I had been advocating for both of you. You know, we had talks. And I'm like, look, mm -hmm. wait, just wait it out. Just do this. Mm -hmm. Just blah, 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 blah. And then like one day just on air because I'm transparent. I was like, I had to, we were talking and I said, Cammy. Read between the lines of what I'm about to tell you. Mm -hmm. I said, it's, sis, it's time to focus on you. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And that for me, that was heavy because, but I, I I have to be what I am and I'm pro woman and, and you my sister. And I, you know, that was my only way of letting, because y'all don't know before that, all the talks was like, give it time, do this, yes. do that. It was, and I knew that she was smart enough to know if I say, hey, sis, do me a favor. Please focus on yourself. Mm -hmm. It said everything. Like, that's all you said, but it said everything. <laughs> right. And I knew she would be smart enough to pick up on that. And then, because for whatever, we talked about this this morning in the gym. I don't understand why it's a conundrum why most women, when they get in a relationship, they divide their love. They stop pouring so much love into themselves and care for themselves, and they pour it into the guy they dating. And what happens is if and when that relationship erodes and finish, they want to stab that dude because they feel like he took something from her. Because mm -hmm. when he leave, he leave with every, he leave with all the pieces of her because she poured all of her into him. Mm -hmm. So when he leave, he gone. And she feel like he taking pieces of her because she ain't been read no more. She been repelled from all her friends. So she out the loop. You know, she done put on a few pounds. She don't even get a dress as much. No, like she stopped really taking care of herself and poured it all into him. Mm -hmm. And men don't really operate like that. Mm -hmm. We still hang with our boys. Mm -hmm. We getting a haircut anyway. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, we walk, we yeah. gonna spray on cologne just to walk around a house in. Right. Well, because we pour so much into y'all, you leave right. feeling like a king every day. Right. But And that's why I advocate for women to get out of, especially when they're younger, get out of a relationship that's circuitous. Because what happens is, and, 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 and correct me if I'm wrong, for the most part, <laughs> because this is going to be sensitive, but it's serious. This is the thing. I want everyone to know listening to this here episode, you're not going to like everything you hear. I don't like half the shit that you say, but it's true. It's, it's just, a, but it's going to help you. <laughs> yes, exactly. So here's what happened. Usually, first of all, we all know women mature faster than men. Mm-hmm. But there's a flip side to that, too. For the most part, as y'all maturing, so is your face. Mm -hmm. As you get old, the person, the person you are at 25 is not necessarily going to be the person you are at 35. So you in this relationship from 25 to 35. There go your youth. 
for the most part, you didn't pour it all into this dude. When you met him, he didn't have a car. He barely had a job. You helped him get a job. Showed him how to talk. Now he's articulate. No credit. Helped him get his credit. Now he got credit. Couldn't even dress. Now he knows how to dress. Mm -hmm. He got class. He got built his bank account up. Mm -hmm. He even know how to have sex properly now. Because mm -hmm. you've taught him. Mm -hmm. When he leave, he's up here. Yeah. But you stop taking care of yourself. In them 10 years, you 30 pounds heavier. Mm -hmm. You holding on a lot of bitterness and, 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 and a rancid taste in your heart from the relationship. So you carrying that baggage. You've repelled from some friends, some family. So those relationships trying to get back into them is kind of touchy. And you don't look the same. Your shelf life is different. Mm -hmm. And you gave this clown all your best years. And now, close to 40, you getting back in the game still want the same type of caliber man up here. The problem with that, the type of man that's up here, the caliber man up there, probably rather be with a 25-year-old than a 40-year-old with a lot of baggage. Because you let this clown wring out all your youth like a towel. And when he gone, you like a towel. He wrung you out. And now you're like, I got to put myself back together. I got to figure it out. You go on your dates. Before you go there, you like, don't act crazy. You're telling yourself, and you don't think the man, we know, we can feel you trying to correct, auto-correct yourself. Mm -hmm. And it scares us. But why, I wonder why he never called. We pick up on that. Yeah. It was and some a good men day. prey on it in a bad way. Absolutely. Yeah. And then you either further damage. So all I'm saying is, when you get in a relationship and everything is peachy and cream, that's fine. Just don't stop taking care of you. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Don't stop being your own person. Yeah. You get what I'm saying? Because with men, you the one until you're not. Right. And that's a fact. It's <laughs> you, a for, it's you the so, one until you're not. It's so crazy because I feel like a lot of people, a lot of women listening, I, I can't speak for everybody. I'll speak for myself. I never got the game from anyone in my life. Even my dad who raised me, well, my biological father left when I was five, never heard anything from him. But my dad who raised me, he didn't give me no game. I know he got it. He's just not sharing it. I think he put it behind him and just like moved forward in life and just like watches from a distance of like what's going on and probably thinks things but doesn't say it. I have male cousins who have told me things here and there, but it's a little different coming from your cousins that you grew up and you've seen how they are with women and you're like, oh, well, whatever. But when we met and we connected, I was just soaking up all the information and still am. Even when I don't like it, because I don't like it. it well, I don't. She don't like what don't she don't like it because she had to unlearn. Yeah. Everything, eighty percent of what I'm t had to tell her went against her visceral reactions, her visceral knee jerk innate responses. So that means she had to unlearn. On who wants to unlearn something in their mid twenties? <laughs> no one. Not me. Especially because some of the some of the things, it sucks because like as women, yes, we do. Wait, we, I'm going to let you get that thought off. But have I been wrong? No. About anything, no. big, little, small, or in the middle? No. All right. And I'm Finish. saying it on the record. Finish. So you I've can, been wrong. You, <laughs> you can copy and paste it and play it. I am. I'm going to keep this. For everyone to hear. I have not hear. been wrong. You've been right every time. But that is the difference between men and women. If we're talking like a totally binary sense we think completely differently because women, when we come to the gym and we share what's going on in our dating lives or what's going on with men in our worlds, 
we all have the same conclusion. We all come to the same conclusion together, and we're all like, "This is what's <laughs> That's happening. Hilarious. That's this is what he's true. doing. This is exactly we come to the same conclusion every time. We're all on the same page. And then you'll step in and be like, mm, "Could it also be this? Could it also be this?" And we're all like, "No, no, no. It's this." But then if you were to get a bunch of men to come in the room, which you do have some male clients, and they participate, y'all got the same conclusion. How we come to different conclusions? Because for the most part, and this is what's important, this 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 what I'm about to say is really important because it's going to change the way you deal with your mate. For the most part, two opposite things can be true at the same time. It don't have to be only this or only this. I have a difficult time with that. I know. <laughs> and the, the people who have a difficult time with that have a difficult time with pair bonding, longevity. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I teach the intangibles that it takes to create a relationship, longevity, a happy, healthy, fruitful relationship. Yeah. These are the intangibles that I'm trying to impart on people. Me and my wife been together going to set going been together going on 17 years mm-hmm. straight. Mm-hmm. And they want them like, yeah, we was together. We was just my friend. No, 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 no. We were together together. Said we ain't broke up not even for five minutes. Yeah. We've been in that doesn't mean we didn't have ups and downs. That means that we developed the intangibles to fly above those ups and downs. And we developed a system on how to disagree, mm. and we're happy, healthy, and fruitful. That's the, the That trichotomy is important for me to highlight. Yes. You got to be happy, because saying you've been together with somebody for a long time don't necessarily mean you happy. it's happy, healthy, and fruitful. Right. Shit, niggas go to jail for 30 years. That don't mean they happy there. <laughs> so just because you've been in one spot for a long time don't necessarily mean it's all good. Yeah. So I'm give, these are the intangibles you need to have a happy, healthy, fruitful relationship and in the, a relationship without dynamic intangibles mm-hmm. is also a relationship without jeopardy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it won't go nowhere. And we in a relate, we in an era of like, yeah, it's my boo. I love my lover. Six months later, what happened? Fuck him. I ain't with him. Another, I hate him. Another six Block months. Them. It's my boo. Love him. Oh, a year later, God. we ain't together. Y'all relationships don't have y'all love don't have no jeopardy. So mm-hmm. a relationship without those. Dynamic intangibles is also a relationship without jeopardy. Yeah. And, and, and it'll become banal. Listen, Miss Thing, I get it. You had a wild weekend. You enjoyed yourself. You very much enjoyed yourself. But, you know, things happen. Things got a little spicy. And, you know, you had unprotected sex or you forgot to take your birth control or you had a condom break or you're just not sure. Well, I'm excited to talk to you about a new company that is giving emergency contraception a much-needed rebrand. Julie is an FDA-approved morning-after pill that helps stop pregnancy before it starts. Julie is aiming to be the emergency contraception company for the next generation, one of learning and acceptance, not stigma and shame, because we are sex-positive here on this podcast. So whatever you was doing this weekend, you know I support you. But if you are looking to make some choices about your health— Julie and I both believe that women deserve products that are easy in every way. Easy to find, easy to take, easy to relate to, and easy to understand. Julie stops your body from releasing an egg using the same active ingredient as Plan B. Essentially, Julie works by preventing or delaying your ovulation. With no egg, there's no fertilization and therefore no pregnancy. And it's no risk to future fertility. It works best when taken right away or within 72 hours of unprotected sex. You can find Julie at Walmarts across the U.S. or you can order it online to have for the future, just in case. 
You can go to juliecare.co to learn more or find Julie at your nearest Walmart today. That's juliecare.co to learn more. All right, besties. I know we got another weekend ahead, so handle your business. and <laughs> Let's get back to the podcast. One of the biggest things that I learned from you that I'm still actively working on is how to argue. It's the, the art of war. Mm-hmm. It's the it's art. It's not easy. Of war. Because, and I had to learn, so we're going to need episodes. <laughs> I wasn't always like this. I wasn't always like this. And it's embarrassing. But I was the type that would raise my voice. It's, it's humiliating when I look back at the way I was. And I, I'll get into that real briefly. But I would, I would punch a hole in my own wall. Mm-hmm. It's weird. That's your wall. You have that is your TV. What are you doing? Yeah, that's not the right way to be. But for the most part, our community don't have a lot of father and father figures, mm. and the ones that are there are setting bad examples. Mm. So this little boy think screen grow up thinking like, all right, I got to scream, assert my dominance, show violent tendencies, and now to get her to you know understand that she's insubordinate. It, yeah. And this is the wrong way to be. Mm-hmm. But they've never they've never seen a man treat their mama right. Yeah. They ain't yeah. seen their daddy treat. So they're using their imagination on what it is to be a man, mm-hmm. right? Because I'm 25, so I know I'm, a, I'm 30. I know I'm a man because I'm 30. I got to be a man. I'm 31. Mm-hmm. Well, manhood ain't chronological. It's psychological. And we don't grow up hearing that. Mm-hmm. We don't grow up here. We don't grow up knowing that. Matter of fact, we grew up hearing the same. It's brain. That's why they have to unlearn. It's brainwashed. Oh, look at your son, Cammy. He handsome. You're going to have to watch him. Mm. He's going to have a lot of girlfriends. Mm. It's brainwashed. Other communities don't do that. Oh, look at him. He's going to be a Harvard boy. Yeah. He's going to be a doc. He's going to have, oh, girl, she fat. You're going to have to watch her. Mm. I don't let nobody talk about none of my kids. You're going to have to watch. No, don't put your mouth on my kids. Yeah. I'm not, I'll rebuke that in a minute. But growing up here, it's program. You're program. Feel like I'm gonna feel accomplished when I conquer her. Mm-hmm. Now I feel accomplished. So the, ooh, the more I conquer, the more that is a fallacy. It will not make you feel accomplished. But those men, those boys, don't know what their purpose is. Mm-hmm. As a man, your purpose makes you feel accomplished. Mm-hmm. Your purpose, excuse my language, what? put here to chase vagina. But without it, you believe that's what it is. Yeah. You get what I'm saying? That's why when I talk to y'all and guide y'all when y'all first meet a guy, I guide you in a way where he has to respect you and you just won't be another moose head on his vagina wall of sexual conquest. Why you gotta be a moose? Because I, I don't want to... I was thinking like moose knuckle. But... <laughs> that's, a, that's a good... That's a good one. A that's moose a good knuckle one. on the but, wall. Uh, but that's what it is. Like men in a proverbial... Way we have a wall of all the vaginas that, and then we're like, yeah, okay, look, look, look at all. how you put a moose. Look at that cat. Look, oh, yeah, for their homeboys, for their homeboys to look at when yeah, they come like, over. Yeah, yeah, in a proverbial, imaginary way. That's these are all the vaginas we've been with. So you meet a guy. He's and I, it's important that you make him court you. Mm-hmm. Like y'all move too fast. Make him court you. That's important if you want longevity. Yeah, he has to court you. Because when we first meet y'all, we don't like you. We don't know you to like you. So? So at most, <laughs> we lust you. Oh. 
You and see? we'll do anything. See what I'm saying? We'll do anything when we're trying to get it. Mm. That's why after we get it, a switch come on because you ain't meet us. You met our representative. We on our best behavior. We doing a fake hello accent, but we only <laughs> got to hold on to this accent for just a little bit because you know I'm gonna get it real quick. <laughs> but if I got to hold on to that accent a little too long, then it's gonna start to break and crack, and you mm. see the real me. Mm-hmm. But what happens is before I can break that that accent, before that facade start to break and crack, it already gave me your good stuff. <gasps> And y'all don't, for the most part, most women, after they do that, they emo- the bond emotionally in their own self is tighter with that dude. So they ain't ready to just walk away like that. It's, now, there is some women that just hand their vagina out like flyers after the club. Oh, my you know? God. But most <laughs> this women. This is a sex positive podcast. I'm saying some women. That, what's, what's negative about that? Why, if no, they do nothing. it, then how is it negative? So I ain't said it was negative. I just said some women hand their vagina out like flyers after the club. Some women, men too, hand their penis out like shows. Exactly. Men too. Exactly. But for the most part, a lot of women, when they cross that line of intimacy, is because they want to take it to a deeper level, something real. Mm. But either he don't want to take it somewhere real, or he do. But you find out that was an accent. That's the fake him. And when the real him show up, you be like, oh my God. It's terrifying. So you make him court you, because again, in the beginning, we don't like, we don't know you to like you. Well, I've been dating him for two months, baby. You trying to tell me you how old? Twenty nine, and in sixty days, this motherfucker know everything. He like you. He know everything <laughs> yes. about you in sixty days. No, <laughs> no. He don't know you enough to like you. Make the man court you. I, you know, I, I, I'm going to have to wear a bulletproof vest. I'm going to give y'all some game. These, oh. these dudes going to be mad. You losing your player card for this Yeah, for my, sure. my, my, On my, record? My, my, my wife being um, shredded that player card. It's done. But I'm going <laughs> to tell y'all the truth. Real talk from the sidewalk. Real talk from the sidewalk. That's my saying. <laughs> you can make a man accidentally like you. Here's how. Because like I said, with y'all, like she's... First, understand what I'm saying is the truth. You ain't gonna like it. What you mean y'all don't like us? We don't know you. We lust you at most. We don't even know you. Like what? Where you go to school at? Who's your biggest info? We don't know you. But if you make us court you long enough, we accident we'll go, damn, she dope. Hmm. Damn, she really? Yo. Now we become emotionally invested too. Uh, how long does that take? That's what the listeners want to know. That's what they're <laughs> screaming what at they're their radio. They're screaming. like, well, how fucking long? And how do I know that he likes me? Ooh. I just had, we just went through this yesterday. I had clients ask me, I said, you have to, first of all, you should be testing him. First of all, literally. There are seven things, seven tests you should be giving a man. On this episode, I'm only gonna get y'all what? two or three. Oh. When I come back, you get the I'm gonna give you the important two or three though. Okay. I'm gonna give you the important two or three. But there's about seven things you need to uh, matter of fact, 
almost I've given you almost all seven. This I just is, listen, Leah told listen. me about the seven tests. She texted me. She said, "What's the seven tests?" Uh, that she you tried did? to shortcut me, but I, I didn't was just even about, know wait, that that's I what did. I was just about to say. I gave you the seven. You just didn't know I didn't give you the seven because I didn't package it like, hey. Here are the seven things you're supposed to be doing. Because you know I would have written it down and I would have crossed each one off by day by day. <laughs> but like, she, I did number three. She had been doing, it's like a security checkpoint. She had been doing it. First, first test. You have to make this man compete for you. Period. You have to. First of all, that right there alone will let you know if he's into you or not. Mm. If he's unwilling to compete. Mm-hmm. Men, men are competitive by nature. That's primal to us. Mm-hmm. Times you've seen a bunch of guys get together and they start getting loud. Well, let me tell you about my day. It was crazy. My day was real crazy. Yeah. No, my day was crazier. No, like just. Yeah. Because they're competitive. Or you hear them talk about LeBron or Kobe. It, yeah. And the it, room it's just compe- it's competitiveness. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So if he ain't willing to compete for you, baby, you ain't the one. Because he's going to compete for somebody. When women be like, do men still open? Yes, they just not doing it for you. Oh. Do men still? Yes. You're just. It, so that's painful. that's one thing. It's the truth, though. It's painful. Not like there, there's no good men nowhere. That is a weird way of thinking. There ain't no good. No. You just not attracting the right men. Mm. But you got to make them compete. Because if he don't want to compete for you, that means he don't really like you like that. Mm. And why would you want to be with somebody that don't really like you like that? Mm. You get what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So then, then somebody said, well, how do you make him compete? I'm like, well, let's say you on a date with Robert. And he call you and he say, where you at? Say, I'm with a friend. Mm-hmm. A friend. And he'll say, well, see, men, men, because you got male listeners too. Men, mm-hmm. men, let me give y'all some game to keep it fair. When she say she's with, when you ask her where she at, if she say, I'm with my friend, she's talking about a girl. Uh-huh. When she says, I'm with a friend, she's talking about a guy. <laughs> It's the easiest way to crack that code. That's so My true. friend is a girl. A friend is a guy. That's so So you got to pay attention to the subtle nuances in that sentence. But anyway, if you on a date with Robert and he calls a text, hey, where you at? Tell him where you at. I'm at Maestro's. I'm at Nobu. Malibu. I'm at Nobu. With a friend. With a friend. Oh, and then we, we slick. Uh-huh. Oh, who you? M- Michelle? No, no, I'm with Robert. <laughs> All right. Well, well, hit me when you get done with your little date. Yeah. But the whole time we fuming. No, she didn't. Just tell me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> then do not hit him because we're yes. wondering. Now we like, wait, that date still going? Yep. Even if the date ended. Still Very going? much enjoying it. Thanks. You get what I'm having saying? Having a great time. Then the next day. The next morning, hit him later. Late morning. You ain't got to wait for him to hit you. Hey, how you doing? Mm-hmm. Dang, that date must have been good. I hit you at 9. You said you were going to hit me when it's over. It's 12.45. I did have a great date. No, she is not sitting up here. <laughs> and after we swallow our ego, man... Because we do it. You have to swallow your ego. You're not going to choke. After we swallow our <laughs> ego, if we really like her, we're, well, what you doing tonight? You busy? Mm-hmm. Not really. We, and now he going to mentally say, what can I do that was, I, I don't yes. really want to ask, which they did. 
I just got to figure out ways for somehow to for be it to better. be better. Yeah. Now he's in competitive mode because he has to flex that muscle. And somebody said, well, why do they got to compete? I said, because y'all like to be like, yo, I want to be together forever because the shit sound cute. Mm. Think about that. Forever. You, forever is a long time, bro. Let's not even say forever. Let's say 60 years so it could become real to you. 60 years. Do you know how much shit is going to happen between now when y'all first get together and 60 years from now? It's going to come a time between now and 60 years where he got to fight for you. Mm. But mm -hmm. he ain't never had to. He don't even know how to flex that muscle. He never developed it. Mm. That relationship won't have jeopardy. He might got to fight for you in year three. He definitely going to have to fight for you in year seven or eight. Because yeah. around year seven or eight, y'all need a whole nother re uh, mental and emotional revamp. Year seven and year eight, that's when y'all get stale. I heard yeah. all this nigga jokes. I really don't like your family. That's boring. You can go by yourself. Dick is whack. Uh, yeah, the dick is the same. <laughs> same on the menu. Let me see. This way, and now I'm turning that way. All right, turn that way. Now we're going this way. All right, nigga, get if your I own towel. Get your own towel. <laughs> hey, bro, if you got to get your own towel, man, um, bruh. <laughs> Forget it. It's a dry one too. She ain't wet it. That's sad. But if she bring you the towel and it's warm, balled up it. a little to keep the heat in for you, man, you did your stuff. <laughs> if she throw you an old polo shirt, wipe your own stuff, bro. Don't even, don't even just, just. Get your kids. Yeah, bro. Just do you. Get your kids. Just do you. But, uh, but it's natural. Women mm -hmm. have to be mentally stimulated. And after eight years, it just fizzled. It's mm -hmm. natural. Mm-hmm. So he has to know to reinvent the relationship. Yeah. He has to know to re-stimulate her. Go take up a hobby. Start kickboxing. She's like, this nigga kickboxing. <laughs> and after a while, she'll be like, hey, okay. Now she, why is he, what's going on? <laughs> Stop shaving your facial hair. Grow. You, she just has to be stimulated again. Mm -hmm. yeah. But if you don't know this, when you reach year seven, year eight, he don't know it. You don't know that it's normal. You're gonna seek one or one, either both of y'all or one of y'all, gonna seek outside attention so them dopamines can go off again. Because mm. if you've been with that guy eight years and you've been on your best behavior, ain't no dopamines really going off like that. Mm. But this guy, even though it's just conversation, it's a dopamines. You addicted to it, ain't really him, it's a dopamines. And he and you ain't really supposed to be having these type of conversations, so it's far and few in between. So every time y'all talk is all good. But in your relationship, you feel like every time y'all talk is all bad. Mm. Well, that's because he see your ass every day, all day. <laughs> so now you comparing like, damn, see? Mm. It's all good with Robert. Yeah. Robert only got to hold that accent for 15 minutes every other right. Every other day. Right. But if you don't know this, you're going to stumble over that. Mm. And if he don't know this, he ain't going to know how to fight for you. So compete. Got to make him compete. What's the second one? Because we're running out of time okay. and I, the people want to know. I love that we run out of time. You got to bring me back. Clearly. They want all seven. Of, well, the, <laughs> Shit. The second one, the second one is, the second one is easy. Let him talk. About what? Exactly. <laughs> you know what's crazy? We asked our listeners what's something you would want a male perspective on. Do you know how many people wrote back? Absolutely nothing. Hilarious. But what's crazy is I know those same women are listening to this right now like, what, what is he going to say? What is he going to say? Because it, it, it is true. If you let this man talk when y'all first in the talk, and say, first of all, women, let's keep it real. First of all, here's the reason. I, I'll make it concise. All women know, y'all all know, 
that if you let a man talk long enough, he's going to say some dumb ass shit. Right. I mean, a man can talk himself long. out of a vagina. He could be getting a vagina. I'm mean, he getting something tonight. And when he get there, <laughs> 20 minutes in, he mess it up and it dry up like yep. Arizona desert. He say he ain't getting none. The reason why you need to allow him to talk, one, y'all don't really allow him to talk. Y'all do all the talking. He know this. He know that. He know all this. He know your friend. I used to be your friend. I ain't your friend. He know everything. But now he just jot notes and finna use that to help better his accent, to posture himself as what you want. Meanwhile. Motherfuckers. Meanwhile, you know less about him. But again, if you know if you let a man talk long enough, he's going to say some stupid ass shit and or contradict itself. Hmm. And, he, and women will be like, wait, he just said five minutes. And then bing. When that thing bing, you go, mm. Now you know what to watch for. Mm. And you have to believe him. That's a lot of times. But y'all don't believe us. Once you go, he just said, now he, this nigga's a liar. <laughs> believe it. Believe it. Don't be like, well, nah, he probably did live. We've been drinking wine. Believe it. Because he's dropping clues to what's to come. Hmm. Mm. Mm-hmm. And you can forecast his next step. Mm. But y'all ain't never really let him talk. You ain't never really let him talk. If he talk, he gonna tell on his, he'll snitch on it first 48 itself. He'll snitch on himself. You're triggering me. You will find out right then and there what he, his, uh, wait, you live with, yo, what, yo, wait, what? Mm. Yeah. But most of the time he let y'all, he let y'all talk and just jump in there. Oh, for real? That's crazy. Mm. And why did she do that? Mm-hmm. Auto responses. Yeah. But if you let him talk long enough, he's definitely gonna say something stupid or fu- or drop breadcrumbs, definitely. And then you believe those breadcrumbs because you can collect that data early on. It's like a puzzle piece, and when you find the other puzzle piece of that, you oh, I'm washing my hands. I did this just connected to this already? Boom! You got to believe it. Mm-hmm. You got to believe it. Okay, the people are gonna want the other five, so you have to come back. You don't have a choice. Because I also want you to talk about the car dealership. Oh, man. Just give a short version of the car dealership analogy. Short. I, I'm being, <laughs> she know I get long-toothed. I'm very loquacious. You use these big-ass SAT words. Everyone's going to have to Google no half big the words, shit you just said. Little brains. Well, that's a part of uh, relearning. That's a part of relearning. I said I'm the unlearn, relearn specialist. Most people only know the words they were told to go learn. They never actively went and upgraded their hard drive on their own. After college or some high school, nobody told you to learn nothing else. And you didn't learn nothing but what was told for you. You just automatically think you smart because you got older. And life just, I just smart because I am, because I got older and things happen. How are you smart and you're not even intentionally developing yourself? You're not intentionally developing your vernacular. You're not even trying because no one told you. In college, they told you, learn this paper, learn this subject. So when people stop telling you to learn, for the most part, most of y'all stop. You never developed yourself beyond that, which is a tragedy. Keep learning, everyone. But <laughs> but the analogy real quick. So before I was in this chapter, I was in the same chapter riding hood cars. And, you know, I have fixed up cutlasses. I fix up Camaros and stuff like that. And when you got a cutlass, you got a Camaro. It's a hood car. If it break down, you just take it to the mechanic in the hood. Mm-hmm. The hood mechanic in my hood, his name was Carl Wash Mike. Every hood got a hood mechanic. He got the wave cap on, cigarette behind his ear. He'll fix your car right there in the middle of the street. Give him a six-pack of beer, $120, and he say, come back in a few hours. Mm-hmm. By the time the sun go down, 
you putting the hood back down on your car, your car going to roll good for 30 more days. <laughs> you just got to make it to the hood mechanic. So I was driving Cutlass and Camaros, fixing them up. Went went wrong. Bam, pull up on car wash mic. Fix my car. Tell me what's wrong. Mm-hmm. My first luxury automobile was a Jaguar. Her name was Lauren. I was so proud. Different story. But I was proud. Like, man, I, I made it. I got it. And I remember touching the steering wheel. The wood came from Southeast Asia. Get to the I story. I was in the rain. I had a flat. Okay, I thought that was in the rain story. I really loved this car. I loved it. <laughs> this is part. This is this is imperative to the story. I loved this car. I loved it. It was my first luxury automobile. I loved it. And then I started having problems with it. But that's no problem at all. I'm gonna take it to Car Wash Mike. So I took my Jaguar to car wash. Mike, Mike, need this car fixed. I don't know. It's tripping. Say, come back in a few hours. I come back, boom. Car is back working. I drove it for three days. She said, make the story concise. I mm-hmm. drove it for three days. And then the car was gone after that. Engine totally blew out. Engine blew out. Total time I had that car was less than a year. Sad. The sad part is, once I got the car I really love, worked hard for, saved my money, fixed my credit, I then tried to treat that Jaguar the same way I treated my Camaro. I should have took the Jaguar to the Jaguar dealership. <laughs> the problem is, when y'all finally do get a good man, you try to treat that good man like the Hyundai. Man, when you argue with him, you want to argue with him with the same tone, the same attitude, the same energy that you would argue with the man that wasn't shit. You asking for this good man, but you don't even know how to take care of him because you probably didn't see your mama take care of the type. Your daddy probably ain't even the type of man you asking for. And you you didn't unlearn. That's why I say I'm the unlearn, relearns. You didn't unlearn. So you done took your car to car wash Mike. And fucked it up. But now watch this. Instead of saying, man, I'll fuck my car up. You say, look, all niggas ain't shit. Don't matter if they got a job. Don't matter if they went to college. Don't matter. You didn't say, whoa, I did that wrong. Because like we said in this, earlier in the segment, it's the right way to argue. Mm-hmm. It's the mm-hmm. right way. So that luxury car needs luxury maintenance. Six, my brother. We could talk for three days. You have to come back. Tell everybody where they can find you if they want to get fit, if they want to hear some wisdom. Where can they find you? Oh, my Instagram handle is Six Pack City. That's the number six pack P A C K City C I T Y Six Pack City, and I drop pretty gym gems as I call them, G Y M G E M gym gems, all throughout the day. So you can yes. not only tap in to get fitness tips, but you can tap in and get some gym gems and learn how to unlearn and relearn. And that's Six Pack City. The number six, P-A-C-K-C-I-T-Y. That's my Instagram handle. So hit me up. Follow me there. Everything I said is for y'all to help you get what you say you want. I'm just telling you, for the most part, a lot of times y'all just going about it the wrong way. Well, now we're going about it the right way into the weekend. My brother, thank you for coming. Thank you for having me. I love you. you. I appreciate you. Thank you so much for listening. You can catch a new episode of Relationship every single Friday. 
Make sure you hit that follow button so you don't miss any of the action. And I want to hear from you. So please, if you love the show, leave us a review. But by review, you know I only need five stars only. And let us know what you think. Make sure you follow us on socials at Relationship on Instagram and at Relationship Pod on Twitter. And I'll talk to you next week. Bye, bestie. Please note that this episode may contain paid endorsements and advertisements for products and services. Individuals on the show may have a direct or indirect financial interest in products or services referred to in this episode.